All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Hello, America. Happy Wednesday. A busy news Wednesday happening all around the country, as you would not be surprised to learn because there's so much going on. Democrats get ready to give up the House or finishing up their business, trying to get their last minute Christmas gifts through Congress. Republicans queuing up, going towards a big investigative agenda next year. And one of those who are going to be a significant player on all things accountability, Congressman Greg Stubbe from the great state of Florida. He has led on vaccine mandates. He has led on FBI oversight and censorship. He was one of the people who confronted Jack Dorsey, the Twitter CEO, four years ago about censorship. Now we know so much more. We're going to ask him, did he get a straight answer from Jack Dorsey? Why? Because he's going to be on the show today. Congressman Greg Stubbe will lead us off today. We've got a really super great lineup planned for you today. And then in the second half of the show, I want to talk about the economy. Some really significant developments have been occurring on multiple fronts. One is inflation, the state of economy, American Main Street businesses, perception of the economy. And then we're also beginning to see legal strikes designed to stop more significant spending by the government that will only add to inflationary pressures. And our second guest, Elaine Parker from the Job Creators Network Foundation, she has been playing a major role on both sides of that economy. It is her group, along with Alfredo Ortiz, the president of the organization, that filed the lawsuit that the Supreme Court earlier this week agreed to take, challenging the legality of Joe Biden's decision to cancel student loans without congressional authority. In that case, if it succeeds, will save American taxpayers 400, 500, 600 billion, depending on what estimates you look at, in spending next year, in debt deficit growth. So she's been fighting on that front. And for the Supreme Court to take that case and on an accelerated schedule tells you that the court, the justices are very interested. So Elaine's going to talk to us about what that case is about, why her group, why Main Street America small businesses, because that's what Job Creators Network represents, the 30 million small businesses of America, why the small business community got behind this lawsuit, why she thinks the Supreme Court has taken it on an accelerated basis, and what it means for the taxpayer. Meanwhile, Job Creators Network did an extraordinary survey of small businesses around the country, and they found out what small businesses think about the Joe Biden economic agenda. 
it's pretty shocking. I mean, every president has at this point in their presidency some dissatisfaction in the public. But the pointers, the sentiments of those people who make hard-earned money on Main Street that get the jobs that make the American economy grow because Main Street small businesses are the single largest employers in America – They have an overwhelming message to Joe Biden. And Elaine is going to give us those poll results. They're pretty shocking results. I think you're going to enjoy hearing that. So that is our show today. Now, before we go to commercial break, some of you may have seen headlines. They were up on some of the alternative news sites like Gateway Pundit and Liberty Daily and others, where Rudy Giuliani purportedly said he gave me the laptop in 2019 and I sat on it for you. That's not what he said, by the way. It's not true. In fact, Rudy Giuliani didn't have the Hunter Biden laptop in 2019. He didn't get it until October 2020. And when he did, we were among the first news organizations, along with Miranda Devine at the New York Post, to begin writing about it. But Rudy Giuliani went public, said, that's not what I said. He corrected all of the news sites. Those news sites were corrected. But last night on the TV show, Amanda asked me about this whole period of time. As you know, I got dirtied up in the Ukraine impeachment scandal because people were trying to attack my reporting. All of my reporting has turned out to be true. But last night, I made a pretty big revelation. First, I explained how people misinterpreted what Rudy said, what Rudy actually did, what actually happened. And then I revealed how I learned about the Hunter Biden story. I want you to listen to that. I don't want to regurgitate it a second time. Just listen to what I told Amanda last night. I think you'll enjoy the conversation. You are a rare type of journalist because you only ever want your name to be in the byline. You never want to be the subject of a news story. And yet you found yourself there. Please talk to our audience about that. Yeah, listen, I think Rudy Giuliani made some comments to Newsmax and people mistook what he was saying. And the allegation suddenly gets flipped around that somehow I had the laptop in 2019 and I sat on it for 18 months. Not true at all. Rudy Giuliani has contacted all those media saying it's not true. Here's what he was talking about. In 2019, Uh, He uh, began investigating Hunter Biden. He provided some information to me. That's well known because it was in the impeachment trial, came out during the impeachment trial. And then he didn't have the laptop in 2019. He didn't get it until the fall of 2020. As soon as he made information public, Just the News and myself wrote stories within 20 hours, I think, of the first laptop story being revealed. We were censored like other people, but we kept writing. In fact, I've written over three dozen stories about content from the laptop. Laptop. Just a, a wrong story. People misread the comments, didn't look at it, assumed that they understood what he was talking about. He's contacted everybody saying it's not true. But I'm going to bring it a little further out today. So during the impeachment scandal, I, I stayed quiet. People were attacking me, saying, oh, you're a stooge of Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani, and you got your stuff from him. Uh, recently, I was forced to cooperate. I actually, I volunteered to cooperate with the Justice Department during the probe that cleared Rudy Giuliani. I revealed to the Justice Department they saw this. I got my information from the Justice Department. The FBI and the Justice Department were my original sources. It's funny, when the prosecutors found out about that, I never heard from them again. They're like, oh, we don't need to talk to you. Thank you. So long. But um, I, the, I started my journey investigating Hunter Biden based on information I got from the Justice Department and the FBI back in December 2018. I provided the proof to that. My editors knew that during all the attacks thrown at me in 2019, 2020, 2021. I kind of kept quiet, but now that I cooperated, it's out there. It's for everybody 
everybody to see. Uh, I learned it from the FBI because people in the FBI were concerned what they had learned about Hunter Biden. And that began my three year journey. So how about that, Amanda? Went full circle. I love it. <laughs> and you know what? All those folks out there, they can just absolutely zip it because I'm going to make a blanket statement here. John Solomon is one of those types of reporters who he doesn't squash stories if he knows something is there. Okay. He double and triple verifies. He doesn't use anonymous sources. So if you think that a story is not coming out in the timeline that you think there is a very, very good reason behind it. Well, folks, I don't think I have any more I can add to that, but I think you get a sense that the Hunter Biden story originated with federal law enforcement. It stays there today as they continue to investigate the president's son. We'll see if there's any criminal charges forthcoming. But in that process, at least we're able to correct some of the false headlines that are out there. A lot of sloppy reporting these days. And I think I just wanted you to hear from me directly. Just the facts. I have nothing more to offer than that. Now you've heard them. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Congressman Greg Stubbe from the great state of Florida on the front lines of the vaccine mandate fight, the fight over the FBI Twitter censorship. I'm going to ask him about whether Jack Dorsey told him the truth back in 2018 during a famous testimonial moment in Congress. We'll cover all that right after this commercial break. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully 
help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, Thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. If you were watching Just the News yesterday or the TV show last night, you saw this happening in real time, a very important news conference where Congressman Greg Stubbe called for the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas as Homeland Security Secretary. We know all the issues here, but we're going to understand the dynamic behind this move to impeach him. Joining us right now from the great state of Florida is Congressman Stubbe. Congressman, great to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks, John. I appreciate having me. Pretty important news conference yesterday. A lot of people talking about it. You laid out all of the different factors of how Mayorkas has put this country's national security at risk. Tell us why people are getting more and more behind the idea of removing him from office. Well, I think it's just, you know, you you talk about numbers and they change every single day because there's like thousands of people coming across the border every single day. So the numbers are just completely fluid. But you've got over five million um, that have come in since Joe Biden's been president, uh, completely overrunning our our border security individuals. You've got records amount of drugs and fentanyl coming across the border for the first time in the history of the country. Those between the age of 18 and 45 is the leading cause of death. Uh, yesterday in the press conference, because we all kind of divided different issues, I talked about the 98 known terrorists who have been apprehended at the border. And when Secretary Marcus was before the Judiciary Committee, Republicans asked him directly, and at the time I think it was like 42 known terrorists, of the known terrorists that you apprehended at the border, have you released them into the country? And he refused to answer that question, which tells you everything that you need to know. And having 98 known terrorists that have been released into our country, I I can't think of a higher crime than allowing known terrorists. These are people that maybe just aren't terrorists and we don't know about. These are people that have been identified by our intelligence agencies, by our federal government, to be known terrorist suspects. And they have been apprehended at the border. And he refuses to answer the question, which tells me they've also been released into our country. I can't think of a higher crime against our country than releasing known terrorists into our country. That 98 is more than all the four years of the Trump combined of the people trying to cross. We've sent a signal to the bad guys, come across. It's it's so remarkable. And I think that data that you put out yesterday really captured people's fancy. You have a good sense of your caucus. You're talking to the other members. How much support inside the House Republican caucus is there for starting the process against Mayorkas? I, there's certainly uh, 100% support in the Judiciary Committee. Obviously, the committee is going to change with the new members once they get sworn in on January 3rd, and all the committees get kind of shuffled around. Um, but I would think it's overwhelming support within the conference. Uh, but we also realize, you know, we're not naive in the fact that you're going to need 60 votes to remove him in the Senate. So what we're going to do is we're going to put all these facts before the American people. And regardless of whether the Senate decides to remove him or not, 
uh, we, the American people will actually have the facts. They will have the evidence. They will have the people, the angel moms that will come and testify about how their, their children have been, have been killed by uh, drug cartels and illegal immigrants who have been able to come into our country. And we're going to lay the case before the American people. Maybe it'll be enough to uh, convince our some Democrats. We would need at least, I guess, 10 or 11 Democrats uh, to do it, which, again, we're not naive in the fact that it's, it may not, he may not be removed in the Senate. But what we're going to do is we're laying the case for a new president in 2024 uh, with the atrocities that have occurred uh, with an open border policy that this administration has. And I, and I would just – people just need to understand every single day federal law that was passed by Congress is being violated intentionally, deliberately at our, at our southern border every single day. And there has to be some accountability to that. It's just mind-numbing. You know, when the Twitter files came out over the last 10 days, I was thinking back to a moment you had in 2018 where you had Jack Dorsey on the box at a hearing. You pressed him hard. You look back now at the contemporaneous documents that have been released. Did you get a straight answer from the guy? No, and I hope, and we, he testified in multiple different committees over the last several years. And uh, in my opinion, he lied to Congress, which is a felony and an offense. And if, uh, you know, the Michael Cohens of the world who work for Trump can get prosecuted for it, then he should too. And again, like uh, the greatest, the great thing about the Republican majority in the House, regardless of what happened in the Senate, is we have subpoena power now, oversight authority now, and the ability to call these people in, put them under oath and make uh, prosecutorial referrals to the DOJ. These individuals, in my opinion, Jack Dorsey lied to Congress. And we kind of highlighted a bunch of tweets where um, we we mirrored what he said in these different committees with what has now been dumped and we know to be a fact. Uh, They knew what was going on. Uh, They were 100% censoring individuals. And he lied to Congress. And there needs to be some accountability for that, not just for um, Republicans who work for Trump, but for anybody that breaks our law in our country. Yeah. And there's a precedent, as you pointed out, with Michael Cohen and so many others, or if they don't testify, you get the Steve Bannon precedent. So it's going to be interesting to see if this Justice Department will act consistently when those referrals come. When you take a look now, and we were told for the longest time that when the FBI was involved in censorship, it was to stop foreign threats, Russian disinformation. We now see them just literally targeting Americans who have no connection to Russia or Iran or any foreign power. One of them was an Indiana city councilman, I think a Republican city councilman that shows up in these things. The FBI was directly involved in regulating American free speech where do they get that legal authority from, or are they operating outside the lines? They don't have any legal authority to do that. And then there's the, right there's another example of the power that the Judiciary Committee in uh, the House will have to bring this before the American people and show just how corrupt at the highest levels of our intel- intelligence gathering uh, agencies and the FBI, where they went after specifically conservatives and are now a political uh, action justice department. They are not treating January 6th detainees the same way they treated people that invaded the Department of Interior. Uh, they're not treating conservatives the same way that they're treating liberals who protested in 2020 and destroyed federal property. And uh, it's, it starts at the FBI, and they have a completely politicized Department of Justice. And thankfully, we're going to be able to bring a lot of that information before the American people. 
Yeah, it's going to be an explosive year of revelations and accountability, I think, next year. You served our country in uniform so bravely. You have fought for all those troops that tried to exercise their religious exemption or objection to the vaccine. You got a a victory in the NDAA, but there's still a lot of people that you haven't forgotten who either were already coerced to take the vaccine or kicked out. Your thoughts on the next phase of winning the vaccine mandate battle with the Pentagon? Yeah, the next step is justice for the individuals that have been kicked out, who've gotten a dishonorable discharge, who have had things removed, uh, or those people who didn't have a choice. Their choice was either they retire at 18 or 19 years right before their retirement, or they take the COVID vaccine. All of those people are going to get justice in the next year, either through the appropriations process. I intend, I I spoke with some of them, uh, former admirals, uh, former leaders in the Coast Guard. We have Right now, I think it's seven or eight Coast Guard cadets that were kicked out of the Coast Guard for refusing the vaccine. Those people need to be made whole. And if they want to go back into the academy, they absolutely should get the authority and the the right to make that decision to go back in and be held harmless from a very divisive, uh, woke military that we have run by Secretary Austin and uh, President Biden. So that's going to be the next step. I intend on filing my own bill. Um, But again, I I also am not naive in thinking that that bill won't pass a Democratic Senate. But thankfully, the House has the the power of the purse. And then through the appropriations process, when we do the appropriations process early next year, we can put riders on those appropriations bills to uh, tell Department of Defense how they're going to give relief to these individuals. Extraordinary stuff, big stuff. And those men and women in the military had you as a champion. When it wasn't popular to be in that position, you stood up for them. You stood up for the Naval Academy graduates. A remarkable, remarkable effort. And I think now we're beginning to see the light of day. Are you excited about your governor starting a grand jury and getting to the truth of all the things about the vaccine? Yeah, and I, and I applaud him for doing that. I think more states need to use their rights under the 10th Amendment of our Constitution and the state's rights to be able to shine light on all these type of things that have been going on. I mean, I read the Epic Times on a pretty regular basis, and it's article after article of genuine medical research that's showing the dangers of this vaccine and people being forced in uh, to, to this vaccine. The military, obviously, we just talked about as one of those examples. Uh, so I'm glad that we have states that are going to bring some light and shed some light on that. Uh, obviously, the main mainstream media doesn't want to talk about it. But the more that this is affecting everyday Americans and they're seeing it, I mean, it's almost every day you read a news article about a young guy in his 50s or early 60s that just like suddenly collapses and dies. And then you do, there's an Australian case where they did autopsies and they're seeing uh, blood clots from 100% of the people that were vaccinated in their autopsies. That is not a coincidence. And there's now medical research and facts and evidence to back all of this up. Pretty remarkable moment. Thank God your voice is in there. We're going to be watching you closely all next year. A lot of big things coming. Congressman, I want to thank you for the time today. I want to wish you an early Merry Christmas and look forward to working with you in 2023. Absolutely. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you as well. Thank you, sir. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. When we come back, Elaine Parker is going to join us from Job Creators Network. We're going to talk about the new survey where many of America's small business leaders give Joe Biden a flunking grade for his work on the economy. We're also going to talk about that epic Supreme Court case that was accepted earlier this week, challenging the student loan cancellation program that Joe Biden created without congressional authority. 
We're going to cover both of those after the break. But before we do, you know every day we've got our great partners, advertisers, sponsors that make Just the News, John Solomon Reports possible. And we've put together a holiday gift guide with some of their best offers, their discounts and special offers, everybody from Omaha Steaks all the way down to Cozy Comfort and all the other great advertisers we have. Heat holders, one of my favorite socks and hats for when I go up to the cabin in the wintry weather. All you got to do to check out that incredible gift guide, go to the homepage, click on the link or go to justthenews.com slash offers and you'll see all of the Christmas holiday gift offers that you get. It's not too late to get a great discount, get some late Christmas gifts, get in the game, some really great things. And meanwhile, I wanted to mention my good friends at Omaha Steaks. You know, one of the holiday traditions that Judy, Josh, and I started, oh, maybe five, 10 years ago, is cooking out during the Christmas week. One of the big days in the Christmas weekend, normally the holiday weekend, we actually do a grill out. We actually do like it was July and December. And so we get out of the freezer, one of the great Omaha steaks that we bought. We put them on the grill and the whole family sits around the fireplace eating, usually on the floor. It's kind of cool because we don't sit outside. We cook outside. Then we come inside, sit on the floor, have some sweet tea, maybe a bear, and we eat these incredible Omaha steaks. And so right now, Omaha Steaks has been an incredible supporter of Justin News, right really from the beginning. They have a very special offer that you can get Omaha Steaks still sent before Christmas. It's coming right now, before Christmas. You can get this out there, and you're going to get 50% off site-wide. 50% off. You heard me right. I didn't make that. Not 5%, not 10%. 50% off. And if you use the code JUSTNEWS at checkout, you'll get another $30 off the order. I'm not making this up. So go to omahasteaks.com. Go pick your favorite offering of meats. They've got the butcher cut filet mignon, the air chilled boneless chicken. That's one of my favorites. The burgers, which I use all year long and lots of other comfort meals, even some desserts, incredible small bites. It's really great. And of course, mouthwatering Great steaks. That's, that's their specialty. My favorite. All you do, go to omahasteaks.com. When you get to checkout, put the code word in just news, one word. You're going to get 50% off site wide plus $30 off your order. That's a limited time. You get it done before Christmas. You will not be disappointed. All right, folks. We'll be right back with Elaine Parker, Job Creators Network, that epic Supreme Court case right after this commercial break. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. 
Bite Clear Aligners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. If you were reading just the news earlier this week, you saw a momentous decision by the United States Supreme Court to take a second case challenging President Biden's student loan cancellation program. Uh, what's unique about this is that this was brought from the perspective of small businesses and uh, 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 actual recipients of student loans challenging this. It opens up an entire new angle for the court to examine executive fiat and what Joe Biden did here without congressional authority. Well, that lawsuit was made possible as a result of the Small Business Lobby job Creators Network, our good friends. We talk to them often. And joining us right now, the president of the Job Creators Network Foundation, Elaine Parker. Elaine, congratulations on a pretty momentous legal decision this week by the court. Hey, John, thanks for having me. Yeah, we're, we're very happy that the Supreme Court decided to hear our case. Um, we obviously think it is uh, very important um, and, and continue to believe and agree with the lower court that ruled that uh, the Biden administration did not have the emergency authority under the HEROES Act to cancel hundreds of billions of dollars in, in student loan debts. And so now we're looking forward to um, February when we'll get to um, have oral arguments in front of the, the justices um, and state our case. And, and uh, we feel very strongly in the merits of the case. And, and of course, we continue to agree very strongly with the lower court that said that this was the largest exercise of legislative power without uh, congressional authority ever in the history of the United States. Um, so I think that kind of sums up uh, where we're coming from. Yeah, it, it really does. And if you succeed, you will have saved the taxpayers about $400, $500 billion right out of the bat. So I think that alone, people are, a lot of people are rooting for. It's pretty, pretty remarkable. You have been on the forefront, Job Creators Network, you yourself, Alfredo Ortiz, in reigning in the administrative state. That was part of the reason you were able to win on the vaccine mandate for small businesses, something that the president had no power to do. When you look out at this, if this case were to be ruled in your favor, there would be a really clear message to the current and future presidents. You can't make law, right? That's not your job. Congress is supposed to make the law. Do you think that message will cut through? You know, I hope so. And, you know, the, this isn't the first time that a court has had to tell um, this administration that, that, that and this president that he does not have um, endless authority. But, you know, the, the bigger issue is exactly what you're alluding to, John, is that if this program isn't stopped by the Supreme Court, it will give the executive branch a blank check, not only for this president, but for every future president without any input from Congress or public participation. Um, and not only that, I, I mean, furthermore, it doesn't solve the problem. You know, if, if, it, if, if we at least had something, a solution on the table, it'd be worth talking about. But this is not a solution. We, we agree there's a crisis. We agree with Joe Biden that um, these people are drowning in debt. We need to find a solution to it. We just disagree that taxpayers should be held responsible. We think it's these colleges and universities that can, have raised their tuition 140 percent since the year 2000, eight times faster than wage growth. 
what other industry can raise their their prices like that? No, they can't. And they're not going to be able to survive. There's no doubt about it. You had a fascinating poll. I love all the polls that Job Creators Network does. But the take of the small business owner heading into the end of the year, overwhelmingly against having tax dollars go to the student loan bailout, overwhelmingly in favor of making the tax cuts permanent, something Joe Biden hasn't taken time to do. Don't buy the storyline that inflation is rescinding as a Treasury Secretary Yellen now is trying to make the case. And that three and five, I think, see the country heading into a recession. Main Street is always the bellwether of where the economy is really going. Some stark warning numbers in this survey, isn't there? Absolutely. I mean, the the administration and, and the president continues to gaslight the American people. Um, you know, Wall Street's, uh, you know, super happy today um, over the inflation number. But it's it, it, unfortunately, Main, uh, Wall Street isn't talking to Main Street. Um, the, the CPI rose 7.1 percent over the last 12 months. And we have an administration that's going to take a victory lap over that. Um, it's hovering near a 40 year high for 20 straight months. Inflation has grown faster than wages, meaning that America's living standards continue to go down. That's why our small businesses continue to be so pessimistic. And what we asked them in our poll this month um, was to grade the president on his job performance. Seven in 10 business owners gave him poor, a poor performance on his job performance. And 43% gave him an F. And one of the biggest reasons why is the biggest problem they're facing is inflation. Because three quarters of them don't think that this president is doing enough to combat it. And, and what he needs to do is stop the reckless spending. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt that that is what Main Street has been screaming from the top of its lungs for quite some time. Doesn't appear that the administration is hearing that message or at least abiding by it. I think that's one of the challenges that Main Street's going to face in the next year. It'll be interesting. Do you have some hope that with a divided government, a Republican House, that there'll be some slowing of spending just because of the conflict between the branches? Well, absolutely. I mean, the it, when when the Republicans take over um, the House in January, they will absolutely be able to to block um, all of this excessive and reckless spending um, that the administration continues to try to do. I mean, if this uh, omnibus package goes through, I mean, they're trying to reinstate the the uh, expanded uh, refundable ta- child tax credit um, as part of their wish list. I mean, that's a, a one point four trillion dollar uh, program that will further not only depress our labor force, um, but it will increase inflation again. And then you've got this half a trillion dollar, a potential half a trillion dollar forgiveness plan out there on the student loans. I mean, that alone will send inflation in the wrong direction. And that's not what Americans need right now. And so, yeah, I think that I think that Republicans can at least block the spending but I think that they need to get behind a positive message message as well. And a great start has been their commitment to America that they put forward just a few months ago. And our program for small businesses really dovetails nicely with that commitment to America because it's a very simple eight-point plan that focuses on the unique needs of the small business community. Kevin McCarthy and several other leaders in Congress have endorsed the program. They understand that small businesses have the unique needs 
but they also understand the power of small business and how they can bring the economy back and drive us out of the, this recession, just as they drove our economy under the Trump administration during, when, when, when the Trump administration passed the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. We saw the greatest economy we'd seen in half a century. The record is there. I mean, that's one of the things that people are going to be able to look at over the next couple of years, what they got in four years under Trump, what they're getting into the first two, two and a half years of Biden on so many measures. The, the differences are so stark. One of the things that has become so constrained under the Biden administration is the supply chain. And you know, a lot of people think, well, that's a macroeconomic multinational corporation dynamic, but actually small business is one and Main Street is really one of the most important players in supply chain resilience. Is there enough focus in this administration, in the government right now, in empowering small business to improve the supply chain, to China-proof the economy more? You know, I don't think that this administration pays attention to the needs of small businesses. Um, and it's clear in some of the actions that they've taken. I mean, they've had several meetings at the White House where you've seen um, the CEOs of major corporations come in and agree with the administration on policies like tax increases um, and things like that. Well, you know, tax increases don't really impact um, large corporations because corporations don't pay taxes. They roll downhill to the little guy. But small businesses, especially pass-through entities, they do pay taxes. And so what this administration should be doing is bringing in members of the small business community, organizations like mine, Job Creators Network, um, and actual small business owners to hear what their needs are right now and to hear how they are being impacted in a very disproportionate way by issues like supply chain issues. Um, when you think about it, if you're a large corporation, you're going to have big contracts in place that get you to the front of the line and, and have um, you're going to have buying preferences that a small business owner isn't going to have that kind of buying power um, so that when inventory is coming in, they're going to be at the back of the line and the big corporations are at the front of the line. And I don't think the Biden administration really understands how these one size fits all policies impact small businesses. Yeah, that disconnect seems to go beyond even just the policy realm. Just the perception of the economy. Joe Biden and Wall Street are somewhat bullish on the economy all of a sudden. Most everyday Americans have this entirely different view of it. And there were three surveys we've, we've had on the Justin News website recently that caught my attention. One was one out of every four Americans didn't have a main Thanksgiving dinner this year because they couldn't afford it. The majority of Americans say they're cutting back on Christmas this year. And then this one really shocked me. 31% of Americans say they're tapping into their life insurance policies and drawing down to try to get through the next year because they feel like there's going to be a recession and they can't make ends meet. There is no joy in real America over the state of this economy, but there's so much happy talk on Wall Street and in the Biden administration. That disconnect must be pretty frustrating to Main Street America. Absolutely. And it is a huge disconnect. Like I said, you know, the, the stock market is soaring today because there was a little bit of moderation month over month in the in the uh, uh, CPI, um, but core inflation remains th uh, three times higher than um, what the Fed really targets, which is about two percent. Um, and so, again, it, it, it's just it, it, it's like I can't believe my own lying eyes that the administration celebrates these kinds of numbers. I mean, let's talk about what how Main Street was impacted by the CPI report. Um, food was up, shelter was up, 
Um, gas has gone down a little bit, but it's partly because, and, and in large part, to the fact that the, the administration is artificially manipulating the market um, by releasing the strategic reserve instead of looking at how we can increase our domestic drilling. Remember, when he came, when when this administration came in, we were um, we were energy independent. We were actually exporting oil, um, and in just just under two years. Um, we have become energy dependent. We're going to countries that don't like us. We're having to release our strategic role, uh, reserves to levels, you know, that take us back, uh, you know, 30, 40 years. Um, and it's going to be very expensive to refill uh, those strategic reserves. But we have to do it eventually because it goes to our national security. Yeah, so many short-sighted decisions that have long lens consequences for our economy and our national security and our economic security. It's pretty remarkable. There's been a lot of regulatory fiat going on over the last few weeks. There's a new change that NLRB has made on regulations. I'm always fascinated because some of these things sound kind of esoteric when people hear them, but they have real life consequences. Your take on what NLRB is doing right now. Sure, they they're looking to to reclassify um, uh, contracting positions as you know, employees, and it's going to create a lot of confusion. And when you think about, um, you know, sort of the the new jobs, the gig jobs that have come out from, you know, whether it's Amazon drivers or Uber drivers, Lyft, um, you know, uh, uh, any any of those types of positions that have allowed people to, you know, work when they want to, um, you know, bring in additional income if they need to, work part time, um, have a different kind of schedule. All of that flexibility has allowed them, um, you know, it just it, it has really increased uh, people's ability to bring in additional funds. Um, and what what this new classification is going to do is create a lot of confusion as to who is who is um, an employee and who is a contractor. Um, and the new rule basically says that anybody is critical um, to the core business um, would be c- considered an employee. Well. I know a lot of small business owners in my position, John, and you're a small business owner. Do you hire people who aren't critical to the operation of your business? Or do you hire a bunch of people to sit around and do nothing um, and they aren't that critical? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's right. We live paycheck to paycheck. And so we, we're only hiring people we absolutely need. But if this rule, I, if I understand it correctly, if this rule goes into effect, basically, two businesses in a relationship together, the employees are going to be considered employees of both businesses, right? It's almost mind-numbing the way it's written. Yeah, it obviously makes um, the, you know, one business uh, liable for the decisions of another business. Essentially, the franchisor in the situation would be legally responsible for the day-to-day hiring decisions of the franchisee. And it really takes away the autonomy of our franchisees. Yeah. So many businesses, particularly in the small business world, are franchisees. It's a tremendous thing. It's one of these things that sound esoteric or alphabet soup, but boy, it has long-term consequences if it becomes the de facto role of in Washington. That's why what Job Creators Network is doing is so important, highlighting and fighting these things before they become law, before they become regulatory certainty. So, Elaine, one last thing as we look out and you look out over the next few months, what are the most critical things for small business for Main Street America to achieve? I know tax cuts are high on your list, making those permanent, but what are some of the other things that are very important to make sure Main Street weathers this storm that we're in? 
Well, of course, yes, we're focused on um, on helping to make the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act permanent to help our small businesses um, so that they don't have to face uh, high taxes. We'd like to look at um, health care reform that um, brings in uh, free market forces and helps bring down the cost and removes middlemen like pharmacy benefit managers that are driving up the cost of uh, pharmaceuticals uh, for patients instead of uh, uh, passing on those savings to patients um, at the pharmacy counter. Um, we'd like to see domestic drilling increase um, and so that we become more energy independent. Um, obviously, unclogging that supply chain is super important. Um, and one of the things that we're really looking at and we'd like to push Congress to do in, in every side of the aisle, whether you're independent uh, uh, in Congress or you're a Democrat or Republican, should want to get behind um, reducing the regulatory burden on small businesses. And so we're really pushing for... Um, uh, to to actually make any new regulation that's put forward um, that small businesses are automatically exempt from those regulations unless Congress can prove um, that it will not have a disproportionate negative effect on small businesses. So we really think um, that will get us away from that whole one-size-fits-all um, situation with policy that right now really hurts our small businesses. Yeah, that's it. The cookie cutter that actually doesn't cut the cookie right. That's what's been so wrong with so much of what big government has done. Elaine, it's always an honor to have you on. We're going to be watching this Supreme Court case. It is going to be one of the momentous decisions in the 2023 calendar. Right now, it looks like late February, early March will be oral arguments, right? That is the time frame. We'll, we'll have an exact date probably shortly, but they're working on briefing uh, the briefing schedule, which is um, obviously uh, extremely expedited um, uh, by Supreme Court standards. It sure is. You can tell the justices have an interest in the case that you have helped bring. So great to have you on. Get this very important update today. We'll be watching all through the holidays and into the new year. And if we don't talk before, then have a Merry Christmas, Elaine. Merry Christmas, John. Thank you so much. All right, folks, we'll take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash to watch. Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Report. So grateful you can join us. So happy we can have that great conversation with Congressman Greg Stubbe. You heard what he said, right? He's going to be making a criminal referral on Jack Dorsey and the Twitter officials. Does not believe the testimony Congress was given about censorship and other things is true and about throttling. All of the above is your reason to keep an eye on Greg Stubbe next year. You're going to see him play a major role in House Judiciary. You heard what he said about the next wave of fighting on behalf of 
the military men and women who were ousted from the military because they wouldn't take the vaccine because they had a religious exemption. He's going to make them whole, too, through the appropriations process. Some pretty big news here. On our partners front, don't forget, omahasteaks.com. Use the code word Just News. You're going to get $30 off your order, plus 50% off site-wide. Great last-minute gifts. Have steaks sent to your best relative, loved one, family, friends today. Don't wait any longer. Go get them. You won't be disappointed. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Justin News. We'll be back tomorrow with another great edition. Don't go anywhere. Check out justinnews.com all night long. We're going to have breaking news. going to have some big scoops coming up next week. Two big investigations I've been working on. You're going to want to tune in on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday next week. We're going to hopefully raise the rafters with some brand new revelations, investigative reporting. So be on the lookout for that. Have a great night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless you. And God bless this extraordinary country of the United States, as he always has. You know what you've been doing. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, expert politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey.